and we back in this thing like we left something welcome back to this week's episode of i got a story to tell i just want to thank everybody who reached out um who sent a kind word who just gave me feedback on last week's episode um i know it was a tough one it was a tough one for me it was the, one of the hardest things i've ever had to do was sit down and just air out talk about the my relationship with my mother and her battle um that eventually took her life so that was tough but i appreciate everybody who reached out and was like hey um great episode um it was an emotional episode things like that so thank you um y'all know how i do before we get started i always give someone their flowers this is the second week in a row, though, that I have to give flowers to someone who's no longer here. Um, this week, I'm giving flowers to Jared. Um, if anybody follows me on social media, whether it's my uh, Facebook or Instagram page, you see um, the post that I posted yesterday about the loss of a childhood friend named Jared Irvin back home in Cincinnati to senseless violence. Um, I just want to give flowers to Jared. Jared, um, the city as a whole loved you, looked up to you, respected you, all the things you've done and you did for those kids in the city. Um, the countless meals that you served out of your food truck. We love you. We miss you. We're going to miss you. It's going to be hard to get over this one. This one hit a little different. Um, and my hometown of Cincinnati, man, y'all, y'all got to chill, man. Y'all really have to stop this shit. With that being said, man, I got a story to tell. Let's go. takes place in the fall of 2002 damn near 20 years ago at the time i'm living in tampa florida my brother and myself around that time also we used to do a lot of kicking it in new york city we would fly up kick it one of our boys who lived there was a big time promoter so if the spot was jumping we was in there any big time event in new york city we were there um it's often talked about within my circle of myself, my brother, my brother Mac and my brother DC that if social media was out around that time, niggas would have been like, oh, these niggas on some other shit, right? And a lot of times, a lot of stories we don't share because them shits is so crazy that people would never believe them. But anyway, they're all true. So, this is 2002. Like I said, around this time, my brother and I would do a lot of kicking it in the NY. So this one weekend, my brother comes and he's like, hey, um, next weekend, 
you trying to fly up to NY for fashion week. I'm like, nigga, hell yeah. Now, I'm saying hell yeah because I've been around beautiful women before all throughout my life, right? But I've never been around like what's considered quote unquote beauty when it comes to models, right? So I'm like, I'm trying to see what that be like, right? So my brother's like, hey, we're going to probably fly up either late Thursday night, early Friday morning. We're going to kick it all weekend. Cool. Say no. So the weekend comes that we're about to fly up there. We fly up there early Friday morning. We get up to NY. Now, usually when we went to New York City, we stayed in one or two places. We either stayed at the Double Tree in Times Square or the Regent on Wall Street. Now, the Regent is no longer around. Um, it actually closed down, but it's one of the greatest hotels I'd ever stayed in my life. So anyway, but this weekend we're staying at the Double Tree in Times Square. So we get checked in instantly. My brother goes to his room. I go to my room. We pass out sleep. We are knocked out. We had stayed up late the night before traveling up and all that shit. So we're tired. So we pass out. My brother and I wake up later that evening to a whole bunch of phone call, missed calls and messages from our boy like, hey, meet me at this spot, gives us the address. So we get dressed, get in the cab, and we meet him at a, uh, a spot, it was like a lounge called Rumor at the time. For those who are in, in NY around that time, I know y'all remember Rumor. It was a dope spot. So let me describe it. So we pull up, you go to a door, and there's a guy at the door and there's a, a, a stairwell. You go down to the bottom of the steps. You walk in through the little door and you're in like one room. The room's not huge. To your left is a bar. In front of you is like some tables and chairs. And then right past that is like a sunk down, like, like huge section with booths and tables. Um, but it was real dope, right? That night we get there, on the ones and twos is a dude named DJ Soul. DJ Soul was, man, he was cold with it. So around that time, of course, it's early 2000s. We all know what was big around that. Hove, um, Nelly, 50, all that, right? But DJ Soul would play a little bit of everything. So he's going to play a mixture of Hove and 50 Cent. And uh, he might mix in Michael Jackson, Prince, um, he might even throw in some Kenny Loggins from like the 80s and all that. So he's mixing everything. So it's a real vibe. It's dope, right? So we get in there. They walk us straight to our section, which is like in the sunk down area. My brother and I are the only two in our section, right? They bring over some bottles of champagne, a few bottles of Belvedere, and of course, a bottle of Captain Morgan Spice Rum, because that was my brother's drink, Captain and Cole. We're sitting there. We're having some drinks. Just my brother and myself. All of a sudden, our boy comes. He walks in. He has two women with him. Both these young women are models. But one is so cold. Oh, y'all, I was in love. He walks in. He introduced both of the women to us. Kiss on both cheeks. Sit down. The one I was in love with, y'all, let me describe her. She was Eritrean or Eritrean, however you pronounce it. East African, okay? We'll just go there. She smelled so good, right? She's sitting there next to me. She had on like a black dress. Not like a big, long, you know, 
goofy ass dress like just a little form-fitting dress she's sitting there next to me y'all i'm in love i want to go with her y'all i want to be her whole boyfriend i ain't never met this woman but i like her so we're sitting there we having some drinks everybody's having a good time dj soul is killing it and he just keeps mixing the part on michael jackson and we gonna ride the boogie and he just keeps playing that part and we gonna ride the boogie you know that right so i'm vibe. i'm i'm feeling good you hear me i'm feeling good right had some drinks i'm feeling fantastic so at the time there's like this it was like a website that focused on taking pictures at the various clubs in new york city it was called junebug j-o-o-n-b-u-g junebug.com so there's a guy in there from junebug walking around snapping pictures so he gets over to us and he's like hey let me get a picture of y'all so the group we all get you know together take a picture then she stops to do like hey get a picture of me and him and she points to me the young lady she's hugged up with me i'm like oh nigga we finna go together right i'm hype i'm like oh my god mama i done did it we take a picture together oh i'm in love we finished kick. We have a great night. We done danced and partied and all that shit. We finally walk up out of there. Gets done. It's probably a little after 4 o'clock a.m. We go back to the room. Now, we're going back to the room because we got to get up not too early, but at a decent hour because my brother has a meeting. Has some business to take care of the next day. So we go back. Go to my room. I pass out wake up it's probably close to noon my brother's like hey you gonna run with me to this meeting i'm like yeah no doubt so his meeting is over at the w hotel in union square now you know in ny there's you got the w in Times square one in union square um shit i believe now it's one even even all the way over in hoboken new jersey but anyway so we get up get dressed catch a cab over to the w union square we walk in, he's meeting with this guy in the lobby. So we looking for him, we finally see him. He's sitting down, the guy's sitting down in the chair. He has a model with him. Oh, y'all, she cold. Nigga, when I say she cold, she cold. You hear me? Man, let me describe her. She's, she's brown skin. She has a, like a ginger, orange, red afro. And she has like a few little freckles on her nose nigga i wanted to go with her y'all i wanted to be her whole boyfriend oh i ain't even know this woman she stand up handshake kiss on both cheeks i'm like hey how you doing she was like i'm good so my brother and the guy he was meeting with they're talking amongst themselves me and her making like small talk or whatever she's talking about being in town for fashion week and all this shit. so i'm like oh my god so at this point I'm like, man, these fashion chicks, these model chicks, they are beautiful. Now, they're a little light in the cakes, though, for me, right? Like, ain't ain't no yams. Oh, it ain't no yams back there. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. They straight up, straight down. No yams at all. I need some yams. I need some cakes, right? But I ain't tripping. So anyway, my brother wrap up. He says, hey, before we go back to the hotel, let's do a little shopping. I said, all right, bet. Let's see what they got. 
Now, at the time, my brother and I, our two favorite spots to hit when we were shopping in NY, outside of like, you know, the big fancy name brands and shit like that, because we did that too, but there was a spot called YRB, which stands for Yellow Rat Bastard, which I used to love to go get like vintage t-shirts and shit like that from, right? And the other spot was a store called Michael K, just the letter K. Not to be confused with Michael Kors, it's not Michael Kors. Michael K sold like sneakers and you know different clothes and shit like that. So we go to YRB, get some shit, then we go to Michael K. Buy some 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 feet and shit like that. We're coming out. Bustle right, and who do we see? La la, nigga. Yeah, la la. La la Anthony. At the time she wasn't La La Anthony, she was just La La from MTV. She's walking towards, she's about 15, I'm gonna say about 15 feet away from us. I look, I'm like, oh shit, she cold in real life, right? I wanted to go with her too. I wanted to be her whole boyfriend. I ain't know this woman, I just seen her on the TV, right? She's walking towards us and the Cincinnati came out of me, right? Y'all know I, the natty niggas, we see it. Hey, what's going on, Miss Lady? I ain't hit her with the Miss Lady, but I was like, hey, how you doing? And she was like, hey, how you doing? Like, smiled, batted the eyes, and kept it pushing, right? I'm like, oh, nigga, I should have shot my shot. And even when she walked away, like, walked past, I, like, contemplate, like, turning around, shooting from 30 like Steph, right? So I'm like, oh, man, and she smelled good. So I'm like, oh, man, that's Lala. But I ain't tripping because I'm like, you know what? I'm in the NY's Fashion Week. It's going to be some other bad ones, right? Now, I know this Saturday night, we got a lot of kicking it to do. So our boy was like, hey, we can't be running behind and late and all that shit tonight. We hitting a few spots. Cool, say no more. So we get back to the hotel. Sit down for a minute, shower, have a few drinks, getting, you know, getting ready and all that. The limo is there to pick us up. Now, the first spot we hit that night was Social Club. Now, at Social Club that night, Tony Gonzalez, who at the time I want to say was still playing with the Chiefs, I could be wrong, the tight end. He might have went on to the Falcons at that point. But anyway, him and Richard Jefferson, who was in the NBA, were having a party at Social Club. So we go. That's the first stop we made. We go to Social Club. It's cool. It's, it's, it's a few all right ones in there, but nothing to write home about, right? They, they cool. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing special. So we're in there for a little bit, have a few drinks. We out. The next spot that we're going is a spot called the Coral Room. Like coral, like, you know, the coral reef. You know, underwater. It's called Coral Room. And it's goofy. You know, whole underwater thing. Fish, mermaids, all that goofy shit, right? We get in there, there's a party. There's a couple ones that's it's getting better. I'll say that. It's getting better, but it ain't nothing to write home about. Now, when we leave there, we're in the limo and our boy's like, hey, I got two friends. They're going to go to the next spot with us. We're going to stop and pick them up. So they're waiting for us like outside on the street. So we go, we stop. Two young lady get, ladies get in. One's from Mongolia. The other one is from Russia. Mongolian chick gets in. Hello, you know, hug us, all that their models they're in town for fashion week right the one from russia she gets in private 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 godzilla private godzilla 
which is Russian for hello, how are you doing? Right? She gets in, she's cool, she sit down. Um, and if any of y'all follow me on social media, y'all seen maybe a couple pictures that I've posted. These are the two young ladies I'm talking about. One's from Mongolia, one's from Russia. They get in. So it's cool. Now the Russian chick, she's trying to talk, but her accent's thick. That shit thick, like frozen peanut butter, right? So she's still talking, but it's, it's real, it's hard to understand. So I'm I'm just chilling like, hey, you know, teach me some Russian. You know, I've been drinking, of course, but I'm friendly anyway. When I ain't drunk, I'm friendly. But I'm like, teach me some Russian. So we going over Russian words and shit. So we finally get to the last spot. This last spot is kind of iconic in New York in the early 2000s. For anybody who was in NY around that time, y'all know about Crowbar, C-R-O-B-A-R. Now, they've had crowbars all over the world. Uh, Brazil, uh, shit, anywhere you can think of, they've had crowbar, right? All the hot spots. So, now crowbar is no longer around in New York City. But anyway, so we're going into crowbar. Now, that's one of the hardest spots to get on a regular weekend, let alone fashion week, right? So, we go in crowbar, we got the biggest section in that bitch. Now, if you've seen any of the other pictures that I've posted on my social media, you've seen us in crowbar in our section, that big ass section. It's on one picture, I'm standing there with champagne in my hand, my brother's sitting to my right. The two young ladies I'm speaking of are like kind of in front on the picture. So anyway, we get in, we get to our section, they bring all the bottles and all that shit over, right? We're having a great time. And right like our set right next to our section is Tyson Beckford session section. He comes over, he speaks to my brother, what's up, Kev? Yada yada yada. They talk for a hot second, he gone about his business. In his section, in Tyson Beckford's section, he got some bad ones, right? He got some bad ones. You hear me? He got one that's, oh my gosh, she's so cold, right? Well, anyway, we're drinking, having a great time, enjoying life, living life. Two kids from the Fay Apartments in Cincinnati in New York City Fashion Week at Crowbar, models, people, vibe, whole time, right? So we just, my brother and I have always just loved life like that, right? And enjoyed it. So at this point, I'm drunk. I'm drunk, drunk. And my brother, he's almost drunk, but not that drunk. He says, hey, come on, let's walk over here. Now, when he says, come on, let's walk over here, there is like these big sliding doors on the other side of the wall. I mean, on the other side of the club where we are. In front of us, there are tables and chairs and all that, and there's a bar and people up dancing, all that shit. Vibing, talking, the whole thing. So I'm looking like, what the fuck? Thinking to myself, what the fuck are we walking to? We start walking toward the doors on the other side of the club. These big sliding like doors. I'm like, what the fuck are we walking toward the door? I'm drunk. We open that up. Step through the little doorway. Man, it's a whole nother club down there, right? The club is like almost on some warehouse shit. It puts you in the mind frame of, y'all remember on the first boys, uh, Bad Boys movie when Martin and Will Smith go to that club at the beginning trying to find the dudes. And it's a big club. You got people dancing in the um, cages. And when Martin got in the fight in the bathroom with dude, right? And Will didn't see it because he had the bar. So the, the vibe is like that at Crowbar. And I'm like, oh shit, my mind is blown. I'm thinking, oh, I'm too drunk. I'm imagining all this. So anyway, we out there chilling, vibing for a minute. We go back in. We sit and we have a great night. 
we finally leave. We bid the young ladies, you know, adios. They leave, go back to the hotel, pass out. It's probably six in the morning. We pass out. Wake up the next morning. It's probably one o'clock that afternoon. And I remember rolling over thinking, damn, I'm hungry. That's when it hit me. I have not eaten any food. I have not ate shit since Friday. I'm like, oh shit, I'm starving. So I'm about to order room service. My brother calls me. He's like, hey, we're going to go grab something to eat. I got to take a couple phone calls real quick. So just hold on. I say, all right, bet. So I lay across the foot of my bed and I end up passing back out, going to sleep. I wake up. It's like four o'clock. I'm like, shit. So my brother says, hey, um, he calls me. He says, hey, you want to go get something to eat right now? I'm like, yeah, but let me make a call real quick. So I made a call. I'm on the phone for a minute. Ended up being on the phone for about an hour. Get done. Go down to my brother's room. He's like, hey, our boy just called. He said, um, we can't be bullshitting tonight. Now, at the time, our spot on Sundays in New York was this club called Lotus. If anybody knows about Lotus, especially in the early 2000s, they knew that was the spot of all spots. Lotus on a Sunday night was unlike anything ever. So. I'm like, all right, we're going to Lotus. That's the, that's the move tonight. So I'm like, hey, I'm about to run and get something to eat. He's like, all right, cool. I go downstairs. I come out the front door. My cell phone rings. I get on the phone and I start talking. One of my boys from back home had called me. And I'm walking and I'm talking. I never go get anything to eat because he and I are talking, laughing, shooting the shit and all that. So I go back upstairs to my room. I lay down across the foot of my bed and I go back to sleep. I wake up. It's time to get ready to start going out to kick it. I have not eaten anything. So I'm like, man, I got to get something to eat. In my system is nothing but liquor. And so we get dressed and all that. We go to the spot. We go to Lotus. Take us straight in, take us straight to our booth. We're sitting there. Liquor's coming and all that. In the booth is myself, my brother, our boy, and he has three young ladies that are models with him. They just wrapped up a show earlier that day, a fast show earlier that day. So they're talking, we having a great time, and I mean, they drink and drink. I'm like, man, they some beasts, right? So I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I am starving. I mean, I'm starving to the point I'm getting lightheaded, but I don't know if I'm lightheaded from hunger or the liquor. So I just keep drinking. So I tell my boy, I say, hey, when we leave this bitch, I got to get something to eat. He like, man, no doubt. So we vibing, having a great time. Our boy says, hey, I'll be right back. He gets up and he leaves. About two seconds later, he comes back. And he's with George Daniels. For those who don't know who George Daniels is, he is a music legend in Chicago, right? So he's the man. So he comes with George Daniels. George Daniels walks to our booth. He's sitting down. He daps us up. Hey, what's going on? We start talking, vibing on some Midwest shit. He's talking about the shy and all, and we having a great time. And 
before I know it, I done forgot all about not having no food. I'm just sitting here like, damn, like my mind is blown. Like, man, I'm sitting here in a club with the great George Daniels having a great time. Our boy then says, hey, I'll be right back. He leaves. He comes back. This time he has Big Gip from Goody Mob. Gip comes over to the booth where we are. He's sitting down. He's like, hey, what's up, fellas? I'm thinking to myself, oh, shit, as much as I played fucking Soul Food album, I'm like, oh, shit, that's Gip. He cool as shit. He in there talking. We having a great time. Then my boy says, I'll be right back. He comes back. Two young ladies. They're models. The one he had. Oh, y'all. She was so cold. Nigga, she was so cold. Let me describe. She was brown skin. What she had on? She had on some jeans. She had on some high heel shoes. She had on a white V-neck t-shirt. She had on a um, a Burberry trench coat and a baseball cap. She was so cold. I'm going to tell you who she looked like. Y'all remember um, Pharrell and whole video? I was just fronting. Y'all remember that, right? The one with Laura London. The brown-skinned chick that was with her, she looked just like her, but it wasn't her. Oh, she was so cold. I wanted to go with her. Oh, I was ready to be like, you know what, Kev? Hey, just going back to Tampa without me. I'm going to live here. Because I was in love, right? I wanted to be her whole boyfriend and didn't even know that woman. So anyway, we have a great time that night. We had a great time. We end up leaving, bidding everybody, you know, adios, goodbye. Look at my boy. I said, hey, got you something to eat, man. He said, I got you. He said, I'm going to take y'all spot. I got you to a spot. I'm like, all right, bet. So we walking to the spot. I'm drunk. We passing all these, you know, hot dog stand. At this point, I'm ready to gamble with my life and eat, you know, something off one of them hot dog carts, right? So I'm like, man, I got to get something. I'm about to fall. I'm famished. He like, nah, we're going to the spot. I'm like, well, what, what kind of spot? He like, nigga, don't worry about it. I'm going to order for you. I'm like, all right. Then he say, man, I'm about to get y'all some macaroni and cheese. I say, What? He like, man, trust me. I'm about, I said, my nigga, listen. I know it's people that eat macaroni and cheese as a meal. But growing up, we had it on holidays and it was a side dish. Man, I need food, bro. He like, nah, trust me on this. I said, man, listen. I'm not going no spot just to eat no mac and cheese. He said, nigga, trust me on this. I said, all right, man. So he had took two bottles of champagne out the club, right? So we're walking down the street. We get to this spot. We walk in. White chairs, white tables, white walls. Everything is just stark white. I'm like, oh, man, there's some other shit. So we sit down. He like, I'm going to order for you. Buddy orders all of us macaroni and cheese and a Sprite. Pulls out the champagne. We at this bitch with champagne on the table about to eat macaroni and cheese. I'm thinking to myself, if you mix macaroni and cheese and liquor, it ain't going to be good, right? So anyway, we're sitting there. They bring the macaroni and cheese out. I'm thinking to myself, man, I'm finna die. And this nigga talking some mac and cheese. Man, I ate that macaroni and cheese. <sighs> nigga looked at me and said, what I tell you? What I tell you? I said, hey, man. What is going on with? He said, nigga, it's like magic, ain't it? 
Now, at the time, the best macaroni and cheese in my life I ever ate growing up was my Auntie Anne's mac and cheese, right? I had this? Man, I wish my brother was on this episode to tell y'all and to confirm what I'm saying. The shit was unbelievable. We are three cats sitting in this spot. Now, the name of the spot is called the cafeteria. If you've never been, go. For those who do know what I'm talking about, y'all can testify to this. So, three niggas in there eating mac and cheese, champagne, and Sprite. Just some real hood shit, right? Get done eating, we gone by our way. Now, we have an early flight to catch to get back to Tampa. So it doesn't make sense for my brother and I to go back, lay down, all that. So we go back, shower, change hoodies and sweats and slides, and we off to JFK. I'm like, man, this was a great weekend. I'm so excited, man. Happy. Um, and what I learned is, you know, a lot of them them women were were beautiful in the face, but they ain't had no no ass to them, right? But it was cool. It was cool. If you like pretty faces, cool. So, get on our flight, take off. Time to head home. Me and my brother laughing, replaying the shit, you know, in our head about how the weekend was. Nigga, all of a sudden, that macaroni and cheese and that liquor start mixing up, right? When I tell y'all, my stomach was in that bitch. Man, listen. That shit sounded like the drum section of a HBCU band, right? Oh, that shit was sounded like when you start a Hellcat up. I said, oh man, I'm finna shit on myself. But I had a good weekend. Ha <laughs> ha!